Hey, I'm Lily Sloan, and this is In Frequencies from BFF.FM. There are just two more episodes left of this inaugural season of the show. And we are working behind the scenes on our future plans. So watch this space, as the kids say. In March, the BFF studio, like almost everything else, closed down. But the shows went on with DJs broadcasting from home. Just this past week, with community support, BFF created a pop-up studio at San Francisco's Ferry Building, where guests can safely join DJs through a window and listeners can stop by and say hello. Hey, that could mean you. The visibility is really exciting and brings us out into the world, which is mm, so needed. Something so many BFF DJs miss is the ability to sit in our quirky studio in the mission and talk about music with fellow DJs, musicians, and friends. I can't tell you how many hours I spent in that magical little space designed like a Jules Verne-esque cozy library on the inside of an explorer's wrecked ship. Each week, I discovered new details in a book spine or curio on the shelf, while feeling the joy of sharing ideas, music, and space with other humans I really like. The space felt like home to so many of us, and by extension, our listeners were asked to join us across the ether. Sometimes with guitar cords and auxiliary cables spinning spider webs in the space, we even had live performances on air. Imagine a miniaturized NPR Tiny Desk show. In July 2019, Ben Ward of No Magic Radio hosted one such performance by Oakland musician Cara Esten, who releases music as Rusty Sunsets. On her album Disambiguation Station, Cara breaks from her own traditions both musically and conceptually. Built around a self-imposed creative constraint, the album demonstrates that even when artists seek to move away from the familiar, we still discover our core personal themes calling out to us from within the new terrain. In no magic fashion, the conversation between Ben and Kara flows with reverie through history lessons, self-discovery, climate change, apocalypse, love, and longing for a sense of home. Listening, I'm reminded of the adage, wherever you go, there you are. Music, whether we're listening or creating, it's its own kind of travel through time and space. It's a conversation between the deeply personal and the worlds and histories we inhabit. But first, we have to get the tangle of wires sorted out. We are in the process of setting up Kara's live gear. There's um, just a lot of cords kind there's of a lot tied of co- around each other. There's a lot of cords. There's a, you know, there's a couple of trip hazards which is, I'm sitting down, so... Uh, yeah, I won't be, and so, like, <laughs> there might be a bit during my, like, song where I just kind of fall on my face into a mixer, so... I don't know exactly what that will sound like, but... Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll all find out soon. <laughs> it's fine. We might... I might just get you another extension cord during while we play some music, and then... Oh, that's, okay. that takes the fun out of it. It's an obstacle course <laughs> slash you, live show. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you want the danger? Um, oh, I always want the danger. You want the danger? <laughs> well then. So, Carl's going to be playing live. It's all very DIY. This is community radio at its best right here. In that, everything's plugged in, the lights are on, and we did not short the building. So, I feel... I feel please, gr- please I feel, don't say that. I... A lot of... <laughs> just going to... There's, there's, 
let's just tap that. It's going to be fine. It's it's going to be good. I'm speaking into the wrong microphone. It's all good. Are you are you happy on that stool now? You say, Am I happy like existentially? No, I mean it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you are going to play a song for us. This is on the EP Disambiguation Station. Yeah, it's the it's the opening track actually. What do you want to tell us about it so, before we get going? Yeah, it's weird. So this this just to provide context for like what this EP was even about was I ended up basically just kind of hitting the random article button on Wikipedia and trying to write songs based on the things that came up. It was kind of this this sort of way to pull myself out of like a hole because I was just early in transition writing a lot of songs about just like being trans and shit like that. And it was like, well, I want to pull myself out of the hole. So I'm going to like use this to write songs about other shit. And then basically just kind of ended up still writing songs about that but with a thin veneer of other things. This is about the CT boundary extinction event. In a cavern underground Two of us could hear the sound Of rushing air, water overhead Do our best to stay inside Fires tried to take our lives The time passed and we weren't dead Green fields gone black and brown ever-present frown My hacking car Your crying eyes Happens after the end of the world What stories burn and which ones are told New names rise from dirt Happens after the end of the world. Think of pieces left behind. On your knots and ties that bind. Forget the promises. Both last a million years Hearts like ours will never heal The pain just keeps them sharp as blades Black hills with specks of green Hope feels almost obscene And salvation can't arrive What happens after the end of the world? What stories burn and which ones are told? Make our bodies out of play. Hold me close What happens after the end of the world? What happens after the end of the Stories burn in which ones are told New names rise from dirt I love the way it 
Thank you very much. That was incredible. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad it didn't involve me tripping over anything. I am delighted you stayed on your feet. I am delighted that everything that we just plugged into the studio actually worked pretty well. I hope that sounded good for you at home. I enjoyed it here, so if nothing else, it's gone very well for me. But yeah, thank you very much. So that is the that's the opening track on the new EP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to go like loud for the opener, so. So as you know, we have known each other god a whole number of years now and so for most for most of that time my 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 knowledge of music is, of your music has been sort of especially as you sort of started going to open mics around san francisco it was sort of you know you and an acoustic guitar and uh, and a whole set of clearly sort of folkier influences uh, yeah. behind you so to, to see you coming out with that is one great and two delightful just that you've sort of gone full-throated into playing with synths and electrics and it's like that's how you want to start this record because when i wrote that song originally a lot of it was like a singer songwriter e kind of song and i was working on the ep and i went back to listen to it and i was like wait i hate this and you know at the time i i had just like you know, had a friend that had introduced me to the handsome furs and i was like but what if louder um, <laughs> so that was kind of the like idea there was just like I wanted to kind of pull myself out of that like just doing like singer songwriter stuff because I just wasn't really happy with that at least for that song yeah it sounds great so this next song you're going to play is an older one and I think this is one that was around under the uh... under turkey mountain sunset band yeah this is yes um... <laughs> so you you arrived in San Francisco you started to play music a little bit around town you put out some music under Turkey Mountain Sunset Band. Do you want to talk a little bit about sort of how, you know, maybe how this song goes from goes from there to here and follows you through the musical journey? Yeah, I mean, that's basically what this whole like. So this is this is sort of like a two part song. The first part part of it was one that I wrote um, when I first started playing um, music again after kind of a long hiatus after college. And that one was really just sort of about like kind of finding myself in the city to some extent or just kind of finding a new home. And then I left for a long time for a long set of reasons. But when I was gone, I just found myself missing San Francisco and the Bay Area a lot more than I expected. So the the second part of this is kind of this like, okay, well, you know, you thought that this was you know, you, you had this idea of this is a place where you are, but what if it's also like a place where, you know, you like that's home. It's where you're from. This is a, basically a two part song written over the course of like four years. <laughs> Lovely. I, I'm interested, especially with it uh, being a, you say, sort of a San Francisco song. Do you, given that you now live over in Whisper it, Oakland. Yeah, in Oakland. I don't think we actually have to whisper it. I don't think that's how that no, works. No, actually, but, yeah. But, uh, Honestly. Oakland, right. Oakland, Oakland yeah. yeah. So if we had a soundboard, there'd be a, you know, some yeah. sort of cheering noise. 
is it a San Francisco song? Is it a Bay Area song? Is it's, it a... it's really like a Bay Area. There's like okay. the, in the first part of it, I wrote the first part of it like just after I moved to Oakland. So it was like I was still very much like a San Francisco girl, I think, at that point. And it was like, OK, well, like I still have this kind of identity with like the Bay Area overall. But like I want to write this about specifically SF and um the second part, you'll notice there's like a lot of references to like the Berkeley Heights and like mm. bits of Oakland, that kind of thing. Yeah, this is uh, Ocean Beach Last Songs number two and three. One is fake. Oh, how I wish I never did see all of the ocean between you and me. And how I wish that airplanes flew between a broken heart and you. I come someday Make this love true Across the foggy avenues Come tomorrow Stay with me And we'll lay together On the beach We'll wash away The worst of years With diving bells Bathospheres Set to sea Sleep to sailors' tales. I come someday, turn this love true across the foggy avenues. Come tomorrow, stay with me, and we'll lay together on the beach. that I wrote several years later.
So I left the Bay Area for a while and then I came back. It was like a, about a year long process of like self-discovery. And I came back and like that song is really about like having this feeling of, you know, knowing everything that's around you, but not really being able to feel any familiarity with it. I think there's a lot of that in like that experience of coming back to a place. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I wrote all of the Ocean Beach series of songs before I came back to the Bay Area. So it's like there's the sense of like I'm connected to this place and then you come back and you're just like, but what is this place actually? Interesting. So it was sort of so that so the songs were written with a kind of distant pining of the place. Yeah. Wrapped up in all the rest of that experience of coming back and you know, especially after going you know, going away for a year. Did you I guess did you did you feel did you feel like the songs were accurate in a way did you find in the sort of physical space a resonance of the song or do the songs still pine for something slightly different it was definitely something different i mean like yeah. that's that that's a feeling that you get when you like have something in the back of your head like i don't know like you know a place is home when you come back to it but like if you've been gone for a year the place has kind of gone on like mm -hmm. and it, it exists in a different space like similar but different that kind of uncanny valley of like a space and like it's a good reminder that you know like the the home home is not going to solve all of the problems like you're going to solve your problems but it's easier to do it if you're at a place that feels like home yeah i know what you mean i i mean i so my family are all back back in the uk uh still and i'm fortunate i get to go back there usually a couple of times a year and so i see you know i see london change i see cambridge where i grew up change and i still yeah i still have those sort of comfortable associations Again, I'm I'm lucky. Like my parents still live in the same house that I right. uh, mostly grew up in, and so there's a there's a number of these very sort of recognizable anchors, even while the environment around, even literally around their house, sort of literally changed. Like new new houses have been built, sort of old empty lots are gone, and yeah. suddenly you're you know occasionally you sort of blink and it's like wait a minute, this is a this is a increasingly dense suburb. Right, um, or that, or there's this weird sense of like, okay, this thing that I used to do here, I don't do here anymore. There's there's a lot of that you find, especially sort of with, you know, with the family home. You know, the, my, my parents have, you know, they've remodeled the garden two or three times at this point since since all of us kids left home, and so, you know, you sort of see the physical space where you used to run around playing football or what have you, and it's like, well, that's now three flower beds and a tree. Right. Yeah. Um, but you still sort of see the, you you see the pictures again. It's the thing that tends to 
tends to come out of England because um, you don't have the same kind of ancient ruins in this country. But are you, are you, did you see the aerial photographs of Britain during the drought a year or so ago? No. Where you see these... So what you get is aerial photographs just of fields, effectively grassy fields. But what you see suddenly is the outline of medieval buildings. Because oh, wow. the foundations of them and the remnants of them are buried under the ground. But they... I was understand it, they dry out at a different speed. So I think they have an effect of like holding on to a bit more moisture than the rest of the ground. So during oh, yeah. drought, the ground dries out, it lightens, the grass goes brown, but the outlines of old buildings, rooms, castles suddenly gets revealed. You see the shape of entire civilizations that existed the hundreds and hundreds of years ago. And you're walking around it without having any sort of consciousness of that. And like yeah, it's not the same place. Like it's the same place physically, but it's not it's very clearly a different place in every other aspect. It's the most sort of powerful sort of physical uh, manifestation of of that, you know, literal societies paving over life over life that right. I can think of. It's weird. It's like ghosts, you know, coming back to life in in like the sort of apocalyptic scenario of climate change. You're just sort of like and by the way, this is also here. You have to like deal with like your own past. Yeah, there yeah, there is something there is something quite striking in sort of events that are that are the sort of harbinger of we need to get our shit in order and and the, the sort of signal of that is that you see the the echo of another civilization that went and gone. It's extremely poetic and also, you know, Oh, it's terrifying. Uh, a worldwide too. terrifying disaster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so do you want to play another song? Just because the segue is really good. Like right. we were talking about this and like this idea of history and and that kind of thing. This is a, a song that I wrote about the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory fire in the early 1900s in New York, which I don't know. I, I guess I should give some context to that garment yeah, factories. I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know that story. So basically the way what happened there was like in the early 1900s, a lot of folks were moving to the cities because of rapid industrialization. And uh, a lot of women were employed at garment factories. And of course, like the conditions for these factories was atrocious. There were no like, you know, workplace safety regulations or anything. And so one of these factories that I think employed 160 some odd women had a door that sort of bolted shut from the outside and fire broke out one Saturday in in March in the early in the early 1900s the people that were all inside I think maybe 140 out of 160 of them died and it was kind of the thing that sparked a lot of the modern you know modern labor regulations modern like workplace safety regulations and stuff like that and a lot of labor unionizing came out of the Triangle Shirtwaist factory fire so this is a song about two women who are in love and both work at the Triangle Shirtwaist factory and the unfortunate ending. Hand in hand while the other weaves tied Hand in hand most every night Hand in hand like a poem or a song Last few seconds of night before dawn I miss you, Rosalind I miss your delicate touch I miss the sight of your skin I miss you, Rosalind 
Disambiguation Station and more from Kara at rustysunsets.bandcamp.com. My name's Ben Ward, and I host No Magic on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Ben is one of many DJs at BFF whose experience of home is tied both to San Francisco and someplace quite far away. This brings so much richness to the stories and music that get shared across our station. And our need for this has only been intensified by the global pandemic that's been keeping us physically apart. I grew up in the UK listening to legends of radio like Steve Lamack, Joe Wiley and John Peel. And I like to think of my show as a homage to the eclectic blends of music that they would play in the evening session and into the night. My entire community radio career is one of channeling the radio experience I grew up with in the UK. Listening to the evening session at 8pm every night while I did my homework, music has been the fabric of every place I've ever been. I grew up surrounded by it in our home and I can't really sit in silence as a result. Uh, A lot of records teleport me to different places I've lived. Sometimes they're literally written about them, like Elbow's Station Approach about Manchester. Other times they're just a personal soundtrack that somehow became synonymous with a place and time, like Pacific UV's Alarmist that I used to play while walking through Hayes Valley at midnight. There are songs that my dad used to play in the car when I was a kid that I might not have heard now for a dozen years, but they'll always trigger memories of visiting my grandparents. So I I love music for that. I love to share those stories, but I guess mostly I love that everyone's going to make their own out of the things I play. I open my show every week with a fuzzy instrumental track by Doves. I love that someone out there might now have that 
kind of ingrained in their mind and associated with some part of their routine that's nothing to do with my show, like washing dishes or waiting for a bus at a particular job. Or maybe I'll play a record and the breakdown will kick in just as someone drives into the mouth of a tunnel. Shit like that. I'll I'll never hear about it, but when you share music, some part of you kind of hopes to have that sort of accidental impact on people. You should listen to No Magic if you like alternative guitars, electronic and hip-hop all jumbled together in the mix. Again, you can hear No Magic on BFF.fm, Tuesdays 8 to 10 p.m. And follow No Magic on Twitter and Instagram at No Magic Radio. This episode was edited and produced by me, Lily Sloan. Theme tune also by me. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen, leave a review, and follow the show on Twitter at Infreak Podcast. That's I-N-F-R-E-Q Podcast. Discover more podcasts from our podcast network at bff.fm slash podcasts. And you can support the work we're doing by clicking support us. If you've got an idea for a show, you're already making one, or you just want to provide some support and mentorship to indie producers as part of a cool community, please check out our application form. Okay, one last thing. I need you to tell five friends about this show. And I need you to tell those five friends to tell five of their friends about this show. We all get rich. You know the drill. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a proud member of the BFF.FM podcast network. Learn more at podcast.bff.fm. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever.